run. Hello and welcome back to Here's What You Could Have Run. Had a few changes in the UK recently. Boris has announced that we're now able to undertake unlimited exercise and to include one member outside your household as long as you maintain a two metre distance. So if you've been missing your running buddies, you can now pick your favourite and go for a run. For those that live alone or have limited social contact, this could be a real mental benefit. So it's definitely a positive step, but we're still a long way from being able to have a thousand people gathering for a local park run on a Saturday morning. Today's episode is another special of Meet the Race Director, where we talk to the RD behind some of the smaller running companies in the UK to learn more about what they have to offer and what makes their events unique. This time I'm talking to Paul from Big Bear Events, who hosts six-hour events and some shorter races in the Midlands area, mostly around Northampton and rugby. Right, joining me now is Paul from Big Bear Running. He's here to talk about his events company and how he got into running. Uh, thanks for coming, Paul. No worries. Uh, just for anyone that doesn't know, you give us a little introduction to yourself and yeah, how you started running. Yeah, so um, I'm Paul. I'm the, the race director at Big Bear Events. Um, without getting into to too much of the detail, essentially I was a, a short, fat kid at school um, <laughs> who liked football. And so I didn't want to go to university, shorts and fats. So I started running and uh, it didn't change much, but um, I quite enjoyed it. I was then at Aberystwyth University where um, everywhere was hilly, which I really quite enjoyed when you used to go running there. Um, I did a 10K while I was there, thought that that was a really long way. Um, and then sort of left uni, went to London, did some running there as well. Um, later I ran, the first sort of marathon that I ran was London, because as everybody knows, that's the only marathon. The only one, yeah. Um, definitely. So, you know, I got into that through the ballot. I think I entered maybe twice and got in on the second go through oh, the ballot. So I was quite lucky with that. Um, and really enjoyed that. I was doing other running and things at the same time as well. Um, I'd done some smaller events and, and whatnot. Um, and then um, I started doing triathlon off the back of London 2012. Oh, triathlon, um, Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, a lapsed triathlete um, because I'm not very good at it. So I started doing triathlon and then in my triathlon club, um, there were people that were doing ultra runs. Um, so we had a guy who was doing Marathon de Sablers um, and a few that had done the Centurion events, done 100 milers. Um, I mean, this concept, I don't, I don't think I'd ever even heard of ultras. Um, so this was, this was quite new to me. This was probably well, 2014 at this point, I think. And then um, uh, this was when I lived out in Rochester in Kent and the North Downs Way 100 goes essentially through Rochester. Um, the route was about half a mile from my house. And so one of the guys that was telling me about it said, well, you should go and volunteer because you get free entry next year. So that saves you hundred quid. Um, but you also get to see what it's like. So you can sort of see if you think you're able to handle it. So I volunteered at Bluebell Hill, which is I think mile 73, 76, something like that. Well, no, 76 it is. Then, yeah. Right at the top of a very windy <laughs> hill. Cause it was a year So that was 2014. That was the year um, that, I think it had the tail end of a hurricane coming through the country. <laughs> and so we're right at the top of a very exposed hill. 
and the tent that we're under, like the shelter is just going crazy. Right. Um, and they come through there, like the leaders come through maybe at four o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, like late afternoon. Yeah. Um, but the aid station's open until six in the morning. It's like, blimey, this is a hell of a shift. And um, for some reason, I saw that and thought, yeah, well, I'll give that a go. Um, so signed up for the 100 for the year after, did um, uh, a Saxon Vikings and Normans Ultra as training for that, did the um, South Downs 50 as training as well um, with Centurion again, and then got to mile 73 of the 100 miler in the August, um, which was, again, the half a mile from my house point. Um, <laughs> Uh, my wife was was six months pregnant with with twins at that time, so my parents were crewing me, and uh, and I said to them, like, I'm not allowed to stop at this point. Don't let me stop here yeah. because it will just be because I'm near home. Um, but having just posted the 28 minute mile, um, uh, that wasn't including aid, that was without an aid station. That was <laughs> like a a full throttle, really going for it 28 minute mile along oh, relatively okay. flat as well. That wasn't even a hilly bit. Um, and I was bumping the time um, sort of uh, cut off. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to go home um, because I knew what was coming. And the like the next 15 miles from there, Detlin, Hollingbourne and so on are horrific. Um, so it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to make this time up. Um, yeah, so I did, I did that. And then uh, essentially, um, having twins is quite expensive and you mm. if you have childcare for twins um while being a teacher you end up just paying to go to work so i essentially stopped working we moved up to rugby up in the midlands and then you know i'd, so I'd done quite a few different races and things i thought well i could try and give this a go and um, you know i'm organized and so on and i sort of had picked bits up that i wanted to essentially copy from other people so i thought i'll give it a go and it means that I can fit it around um, looking after the children um, and hopefully hopefully make a bit of money that, you know, I'm not going to get rich off of doing it, but it's a, enough to yeah. warrant the effort. Um, because with, with Big Bear events, all of our events are during the week, all of them are during the week and not in the school holidays. Um, and so it means that although I'm not working full time, we haven't got to work out what to do with children for 13 weeks of the year while they're not at school Which is hard, um, or yeah, pick them up from yeah. school. Yeah, because um, I mean, you've got kids, so you realise, but once they go to school, it's not just magically solved. Someone's got to get them at three o'clock. Someone's got to look after them for six weeks in the summer. Yeah, and then um, they're so, sick and then they have school plays yeah. and parent season. And yeah, well, this is it. Yeah, so no one really, I don't really know how the people manage it particularly, <laughs> but um, I'm lucky that my wife is is very clever, so she earns some money and can look after us all. So um, that was... There was two kids, you could have sold one and kept one and you might have, you know, balanced out. Well, you know, it won't be long and I'll get them to, I'll get them to work. I'll, I'll put them to work and then I'll, then I'll be quitting. Take a man um, at station. Yeah, well, chimneys. But um, yeah, so... Uh, um essentially that was about two and a half three years ago we had our first event um 2018 february 2018 um and did the first first year we had five events um essentially just to sort of test the concept mm. so i wasn't sure if it was going to work i didn't really know 
if I was going to make it work and so on. So I thought, right, I'll just do, I'll keep it small. So I had 50 people at each event um, at five different venues. I thought, I'll keep it small, keep it cheap. Because if you paid, if you pay 50 quid for something and it's not very good, you're going to moan. If you paid a fiver, it's not very good. You just start fine, whatever. Exactly, so I think yeah. I had it. At, I thought, I think I had um, tiered pricing starting at 16 pounds. Um, and then not, the theory yeah, that, was that's that, cheap for a marathon. Yeah, it's that is yeah, yeah, that is quite cheap. I so, paid more than that for um, So yeah, well, this was what I I quickly learned because we sold out every event over six months before the start <laughs> date. And because it like you know, I'm sort of starting from from nothing to then selling out, and they're only small, but selling the events out. When I thought maybe I'd get like 20 people to turn up, um, so it's like right, there's people here that want to do it. Obviously, I can't charge 16 pounds, but we'll charge a bit more next year. And then this year being our third year is sort of where I'm hoping to sit at. I'm not looking to change the pricing anymore. And mm. um, the idea is to do more events. So this year, if we didn't have a global pandemic, then we'd have had 25 <laughs> events on this year. That's um, and that's the plan is to keep it at about 25 ish events this um, each year, because then that's enough for me to sort of cover costs, make some money, but also not have to get sort of other people in to help as it were. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want to have to, I, I still need to have that sort of like work life balance. Um, uh, because I've got to sort of fit around kids and family and so on. Um, but with 25 events, I can make that work. And then this year as well, um, we've had 10Ks, so we've done nighttime 10Ks. We were going to have a summer 10K series, but that's all gone. Um, and we've got our 40 mile point to point ultra um, in October, um, which hopefully that will still go ahead because, again, that will be small numbers. So we've, we've set a maximum limit of 200 on that, but I don't, I, that's not the intention to get 200. Um, but you know, that's still small numbers because Where's now that 40 mile are taking place. So that is uh, rugby to rugby. So I say point to point, it's point and back yeah, to point. Loop, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's a um, essentially an old cycle route. Well, a, a cycle route that goes mainly along an old railway um, and along the Great um, Grand Union Canal, uh, cycle route 41. <laughs> so it starts in rugby. Yeah, one of your one of your old horns. Um, uh, <laughs> Um, so it starts in rugby just next to the train station. So it's nice for people to get to, no admin. Um, and the route is essentially already marked because it's got the blue cycle journey routes, whatever. So it marked out. Easy navigation as well then, yeah. Yeah, so a nice easy navigation. It's pretty, pretty flat generally. Um, uh, and we've got the A stations are all pubs as well. So we've got actual physical toilets that you can go to every five, six miles, something like that. So, oh, um, you know, it should, it should be a really good event. I'm hoping it's going to be something that we put on every year. If it is popular, maybe we'll do it twice a year, do a sort of like an autumn, spring type event. Um, I'm a bit hesitant to put an event on next to a canal in the winter. Um, it seems yeah, like it's yeah. <laughs> um, But hopefully if it's October time, it should just be, getting uh, soft rather than mudslide yeah um, perfect. yeah hopefully so ho hopefully that's going to go really well if had had a lot of sign-ups for it already um but obviously 
uh, COVID has absolutely shot the yeah. sort of sign up process to pieces. So, and you're competing uh, with London Marathon now, aren't you? They picked the same date as you. Yeah, yeah, they didn't <laughs> consult, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, which one's my fire uh, going to be at? Well, I, I, I mean, we said earlier before we started, but I don't, I can't see London happening in no, October. I'm kind of increasingly thinking that. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine, I'm hoping that they'll allow 100 people to run around. Um, but I mean, even, even, even that, I, it's still a bit of a, a uh, coin flip, really, just because where we go along the canal, if we're still having to keep two metres apart for everybody, unless you're getting wet, it's quite difficult to keep that, two Yeah, overtaking apart. will be tricky, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, got to bring like a little paddleboard on their back and just quickly go well, past and jump back up. It's sort of like six miles out and then turn around six miles back so it's it's could it could prove problematic mm. which will be well yeah COVID really aside that'd be really nice because then you all sort of keep together don't you so yeah yeah it's a, a nice race it is a it is a really good um it's a really nice route so i've um i've run it one way because i thought i'd just there's no need to turn around is it so <laughs> i did the 20 miles rather than 40 and um it's just it's a very very nice route i mean quite a few people from here use it as sort of a long training run yeah. because you can then get to leamington and then get the train home it's not the easiest i mean you have to change your commentary but essentially you can run for 20 miles and then get a 40 minute train journey home um which is what people will be doing but running home um uh and it's it's nice it's scenic it goes through drake water which is quite scenic the canal is quite nice like it's it is, a, it is a nice route to run along um but i just i, I fingers crossed that it does actually happen because i'll be i'll be gutted if it doesn't happen yeah no, that's quite a lot of planning annoying. and speaking of routes and the rest of your races where are they set for people that's not run one before so um i think i think at the moment we're up to about 15 different venues so um we use forest in northamptonshire that's sort of the most southerly point that we go to yeah, nearest and then we go up to yeah, and then we go up to sort of like Cannock Chase, um, Rossliston Forestry Centre, Sense Valley, that's also like Derbyshire sort of way. So ultimately, the majority of the venues are within an hour's drive from rugby. Um, because if I have to start driving for an hour and a half, two hours to get to a venue, it's either a very, very early, well, it's a very early start for me in the morning and I get home late, which then causes me issues with the kids and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. um, but also sort of like setting up the day before. So I always go up the day before to mark the courses out. Well, if that's going to take me four hours of commuting and then two or three hours to go mark the course, then that's another day's childcare that I need to work out as well. Whereas if it's all within an hour. So I think Canic Chase is probably the furthest one for me. So if I sort of drop the kids off, get up there, mark it out, get back, I can do that within a school day. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, incredibly lucky living here how many amazing venues there are to use so all of our venues um pretty much they're either um county council country parks or forestry england forest centers um so i think i think the potential is for maybe 20 or 22 different places that i can use within an hour's drive of oh, here yeah. um there's some that are better than others and are sort of you know they've all got the pluses and minuses really um but yeah if i was sort of push comes to shove i could put on probably 
20 plus events all at different venues um we like to try and well, i'm trying to do sort of um sort of series events at the moment um but obviously that's been ruined by covid um, but it's it's nice because then you can sort of have medals that all link up and they all join or there's a theme and that sort of thing and you can especially we were doing a south sea season so at south sea <laughs> forest um at south sea forest you could either, i was gonna say that scared me that one uh no dog no dogs allowed at my events mark no dogs allowed um, uh so south sea forest um we had an event there in february and then we're going to have one in april and then um june and september i'm trying to think off the top of my head so the forest is obviously going to change massively over those four seasons so although you're running the same route the the scenery is very different each time you can sort of see how the the actual place is changing um so it's not the same as, i guess as well we'll try and run it from sort of dusty trails to yeah mud and adds a bit of fun to it yeah and it i mean the the places we go to they're just they're, they're really nice like when i was when i was setting up the setting up the company and trying to work out what there was because i'm not from around here i didn't really know what, what place there'd be um this was when i was at home full-time with the twins so they were like two or something and um essentially we'd just go to different parks and forests and wander around for um a couple of hours with a buggy yeah. and it's just amazing some of the places are just absolutely phenomenal um uh so yeah really sport for choice but um yeah we sort of go to Wrighton pools quite a few times near coventry daventry country park hartsill hayes and then uneaton we're meant to be going to kingsbury water park near birmingham like we try to sort of like hit the midlands um because there's there's not really not really anybody else doing what we do the midweek events i mean you've got enigma um in milton Keynes. Um, yeah. but that's a little bit different with the lakes and running around the lakes um, and then there's not really anybody further north of like the northern midlands i guess um that, that i'm aware of anyway that is doing something similar um yeah sort of the midweek stuff yeah because i suppose with 100 miles and club you get people that either need the midweek ones because they're sitting around other commitments or they're that keen for numbers that yeah, they need to run midweek to get their ridiculous hundred in a year targets and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, so I was really keen. I was really keen when they're setting it up to to make sure that sort of um, I'm trying to think how to phrase this politely, but the marathon, the hundred marathon club people were sort of my my bread and butter. Yeah. But I didn't want to rely on them turning up every week. So we do six hour events, um, so with i mean i'd have to check but generally speaking for most of our events about a third of the people that that run do a marathon or more um so we'll get some people turn up and do i think but the most we've had is 52 miles in just over six hours which is some Oof. good going um yeah that's 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 that is good going yeah, um, so we've had we've had people do what two marathons in six hours um uh and but two-thirds of the people that run with us don't do a marathon so we we like to aim we like to make sure that people that that turn up can can run the marathon if they want to so we'll make sure that if the if the lap that we're using isn't quite right we'll do like a mini lap to make it so you can do just a marathon yeah. um uh that was with bunny ears that doesn't work on a podcast <laughs> does it um 
but if you wanted to just do a marathon, then we'll make sure that we can do that for you. Then we're doing the same with half marathons as well now as well. Um, but we get a lot of people turn up that, that just don't want to run on the weekend or they can't run on the weekend. We get lots of people that pretty much are the ones that have been at work for the last six weeks where they're working in shops and retail and the nurses and the firefighters and police and things like that, where they don't work Monday to Friday, nine to five. They can't necessarily come and run on a Sunday morning somewhere. So it's good for them to be able to do the training that they do at the odd hours that they can do, but then they can actually sort of race still. Um, so we get, we get a, a really nice mix of people. We get the people that are really quite good runners, but maybe don't want to or can't run on a weekend. Um, and we'll also get quite a lot of um, sort of first timers, so people that run at home and they do park run and stuff like that, but they're a bit nervous about doing an event. Um, and so they sort of think, well, if I sign up for a half marathon, so if you sign up for whatever your local half marathon, but you, you just don't feel like you want to carry on, you can't carry on and you do 10 miles, well, you've, you've not finished if you failed. Whereas no, if you turn up to, yeah, you turn up to one of our events and you come with the intention of doing a half marathon, but you, you do 10 miles. Well, you still walk away with your medal and your finishers time and your, your beer and your flapjack and you still, you still achieve. And what normally happens is those people turn up, think, right, I'm going to try and do my half marathon and they end up doing 15 or 18 miles because we, we're quite a friendly bunch and so the, the people that run with us are quite friendly and they just sort of get in the groove and they just keep going and you know they've got six hours so rather than thinking oh I'm last and holding everybody up they're seeing people just going and going and going and they just they just join in they keep going um so it's a different it's a very different atmosphere and um, I've watched so rugby has the rugby half marathon and um we went out and watched that because it essentially goes past my house and um the sort of the the tail bike the medic is sort of two feet behind the last person yeah well that's that's not really not really most events yeah it's uh some people take that in good spirits don't they you know look at me i've got like a police escort and other people it is yeah just they feel with way too much attention and yeah it's it's one up and they always want to go over the marshals and stuff isn't it it's a bit can be hard yeah yeah, and, and um, I think on, on our first event that we, that we did, because obviously everything you're learning all the time, um, on the first event that we did, we started packing stuff up quite quickly so that, you know, we could let the volunteers go home and you know, so I could get home and whatnot. Um, but then you realise that then people think you're trying to rush them home. And you, as much as you say to people, I don't know, we're, you know, we're not rushing you. You do what you want. If you're sort of all standing there sort of like, you know, tapping your toes looking at your watch sort of thing then you can't help but feel you're being rushed despite the fact that i've said you're not being rushed and we're not trying to rush you so now i make the massive effort to try and keep as much of our sort of infrastructure the gazebo um up and sort of there until the last person comes in and um, because i don't want them to feel rushed you, you're there for your your six hours plus however long it takes you to do your last lap so you might be six hours and 40 minutes well that's fine if, if lights fade in that's a bit different but generally speaking apart from for like one event a year that's actually fine that's not a problem we won't have everything out but we don't want you to come back and there'd be you know me sitting in the car with sort of your medal hanging out the window which yeah, i have had like it. <laughs> yeah well i've had that experience pretty much and it was it was awful like 
you know, I was the last to finish in, in a similar sort of event to mine, but I was the last to finish. And then they sort of packed everything up. I said, like, well, this is, this is rubbish. Like, why should, why should I be treated any different? I'm going to just run 40 odd miles. Why should I be treated any different to the person that's finished first? So I tried to, to sort of do that with my events. Yeah, I think my first marathon, they were basically packing up as I finally reached the finish. And it, it does take the luster off of it a bit, kind of thing, to yeah. see them well, and the barricade down and the medal girls virtually falling asleep because it's been so long since she's had to give a medal out to anyone that you kind of almost have to go and ask for it rather than be presented for it. Yeah, and it's it's difficult because, you know, if you've especially with our volunteers for the six-hour events, they've, they've been there since half seven. Mm. So if you've been on your feet since half seven and then, you know, it's half past three in the afternoon and you probably are a bit tired and you probably do want to go home, you don't, you're just trying to not put that across really. No. <laughs> no, they're natural. They're not, they're, you know, they probably want to get home because they want to get home, but um, we don't want you to feel rushed that you've got to go home. And so we, we get some, we get some really good feedback off of people that weren't expecting that. And as much, you can tell people that this is what the events are like, but until you've actually experienced it yourself you don't yeah that's it a lot of events call themselves friendly don't they because you'd never yeah yeah because you're not going to sell yourself as like a really unfriendly race are you that's not really how things work um so everybody uses these same words i mean we have um so our event that we do at hearts hill hayes um near nuneaton which is probably the the most unknown country park in warwickshire anyway and it's a phenomenally beautiful Mm. place and it's incredibly hilly um and so you say to people it's really it's really really hilly and people just think that you're talking rubbish because that's what everybody does everything's the toughest this that and the other it's like no no no. this is a numbers thing like the numbers tell you it's very hilly um because because it is the the marathon distance there is hillier than the snowden marathon um so i mean you're doing sort of three and a half thousand feet of elevation off road it's 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 hard yeah, work but nobody believes you <laughs> it's only after the first lap it's hilarious we've been there we've been there twice and every like both times oh blimey it's hilly isn't it it's like well <laughs> I, did, I did tell you it's hilly like you know i i don't sort of i try not to sort of uh uh sort of be too dramatic in the way that I describe things so that when I am being dramatic it's because there's because drama yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um on the subject of COVID again and I noticed you've recently did a a way of trying to give back to the people that are helping out most at this sort of travel time yeah so um that that proved to be quite popular quite quickly so we, we launched um a rainbow challenge so the idea being that um, we'd give out free places to key workers um, uh, for an event that we will put on when we know we can put events on. Um, because it's all right saying, right, we're going to do one on the 1st of September and then we can't put events on or something like that. So I didn't want to sort of cause more misery for people. Um, so we're, we're running with a, a loose target of three months after we can start putting events on. So that might be November. It might be November 2022. Who knows? Um, Um, But the idea is we're going to do that at Southie Forest. Um, They're really keen to to support it as well. Um, But within 24 hours, I've given out 120 
free entry codes. Um, not all of those necessarily got used, but about a hundred. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Well done. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, because it's difficult because, like I said, we're you know the company's two and a half years old. I've cancelled eight events. Um, so I'm trying to make sure that people don't lose out. Um, so anybody that did enter for an event that's been cancelled, they've either had the their entry rolled over to the corresponding event next year or transferred to a different event or given them a, a free entry code. So they've not lost out on their entry fee anywhere. Um, but obviously that sort of takes quite a hit. This, this year was meant to be the year that I sort of proved that the concept would work and would actually make some money. So then to lose a third, uh, I mean, that's only at the moment, it might be more, but to lose a third of my income and my races in sort of like such a short space of time um, yeah, takes quite a hit. But good, you know, yeah. like I say, a lot of the people that are in our events are the people that have been at work and haven't had any break. I mean, the amount of people that are NHS and police and so on, um, you know, they, they are they are doing some pretty crazy stuff out there. So if we can do something small just to, to say thank you, to give people something to look forward to, then I thought it was quite fitting to do that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to set a date at some point, but who who knows when. But we'll do it at South Sea Forest. It'll be, mid, be midweek. Um and if you're ever to fall over and graze your knee somewhere, I'd suggest that's the one to do it at. <laughs> so I think we've got, about 60, we've got about 65 people that are NHS. So, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, every other person there will be will be medically trained. Um, so, yeah, like, like falls, that is definitely the place to do it. That's not bad. That's brilliant. No, I mean, in, in terms of then sort of giving back, if people want to help support Big Bears, what's you know supporting these small events at this critical time is something a lot of people want to do. Have you got merchandise? Are you still selling race places? Yeah, so I, I'm sticking with England Athletics guidelines. So supposedly my next event is on the 8th of July at Southsea Forest. Okay. Um, whether that turns out to be the case, I don't know, but that's what we're sticking with at the moment. Um, the best way to support really is to buy to buy merchandise or to 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 book events on the understanding and on the knowledge that we're not running away with your your entry if if the event's cancelled we'll um we'll move it over to another event we'll transfer it we'll move it on to next year whatever you want to do um but that would be yeah that's the that's the best way to support people i think i think also when events are cancelled to sort of realize that there's very, very few people that do this that are rolling around in Bentleys and Ferraris. <laughs> um, I've not met them anyway. Um, so to sort of go down the route of demanding cash refunds and stuff like that and to be kicking off, it's not particularly helpful. I mean, if you want to kick off, do it privately. Yeah. Um, I, I, am, I haven't had a single piece of any sort of negativity. I've had overwhelming support from people and when i cancelled the first event it was before it was before england athletics had sent their stuff out i think it was only the night before yeah but can, i just i felt so bad at, at no point had i uh, at no point had i predicted a worldwide pandemic but at no point had i thought i was going to be cancelling any events either um so i just felt awful i mean if i had cancelled the day after i'd have been fine because yeah, i couldn't have events because it wasn't permitted um but I was trying to, I was trying to plan it out, and I think the event was, I think I cancelled it on the Friday, and the event was on the Wednesday, I think something like that. 
Um, but I just couldn't see a way of making it work. Um, I mean, it's crazy because we were, I did, we did the Tales, Trails and Ales with you oh, like yeah. the week before. March. And, no, you know, and that, yeah, and everything was fine. And this was all funny and nothing was going to happen. And it was something that was happening elsewhere. And then two weeks later, like the world shut down. Um, yeah. so, it's so, it's so different. It's, it's moved so quickly that, I mean, I hadn't, to be honest, at that point, when, when we had our thing at Naps and Cidery, I, I hadn't really given much consideration as to what, what I would do to change it. So then on the lead, essentially after that, on the lead up to it, I thought, right, well, maybe, maybe I should start looking at hand sanitizer and so on. And you just couldn't buy it anywhere. Like yeah, the, yeah. the tiny little pots were going for about 30 quid. It's like, right, well, that's going to last five minutes. So I just couldn't really see a way of making it work anyway. Um, and then the country went into lockdown on the Monday. So it was never, it was never going to work, but it's, it's a funny old time. I don't know what the, I don't know what the normal that we're all going to go back to. is. Yeah, look like. it all just happened suddenly, didn't it? I was in for London and people were like, oh, do you think you'd go ahead? Or maybe, maybe not. And then, yeah, now the idea of 40,000 people standing on a street waiting to run, you, you know, can't even imagine that. No, no, I don't know. I mean, especially the large events. I mean, in America, they're talking of like big city events like that not happening until next autumn. Yeah, I've um, got November. Whether that'll be the same here. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's November, but it's not going to happen, I don't think. No, no, I can't see New especially, I mean, like New York and LA and things like that, where it's, it's really been really hit. hit aren't they? Yeah. yeah. You'd be all right if you went, you try and find an event in Georgia or uh, Texas. You'll be <laughs> fine out there. They won't mind. Um, not, but the, some of the some of the states they're actually sort of still in lockdown and so on. Um, yeah, I can't see. I just can't see. I can't see them doing it because it'd just be crazy. Without without getting too too deep and too <laughs> scientific. Um, I mean, ultimately, it, we're at the same point now. This is on uh, what are we on the eleventh. Yeah, we're at this eleventh of May. But at the same point now is where when it all started because there's no vaccine. So if you come into contact with somebody, you're still going to be you're still going to be the same level of risk. The only difference is that there's a hospital bed for you, um, and so that's always going to be the case, really, until there's a vaccine or a treatment. Um, but to put forty thousand people together seems a little um, uh, lambs to the slaughter. Unless they get like a million or more on the streets, don't they? Watching as well, so it's yeah. Well, this is it. Whereas, I mean, at the moment, we can't even have two people in a park. Well, no. three people. So we can have two. <laughs> we can have two, um, yeah. but we can't have three. Um, so I think that there's quite a long way to go between two people standing two meters away in a park and forty thousand people elbowing each other to try and get around each other to stay on that blue line get to the front yeah hopefully the events like mine the smaller events will be sort of the the stop gap in between so i it would seem crazy to me as well to go from from nothing to everything there's got to be a phasing of size of let alone sports meetings but even yeah. just like you know business conferences and things like that and um, there's got to be a, a phasing in of smaller ones to sort of test it to see how it goes but you know our events are outside they're in trail the midweek you know you could 
we could do social distancing sort of we can keep people away to a certain extent um from each other but the events are going to be very different because the whole beauty of being at the events is that social communal aspect well it's quite hard to be social when you're socially distancing and the community Definitely. doesn't really feel the same when you can't go near each other i mean that's what i'm noticing even just not having like club training runs and stuff it's you're still getting the miles in but you're not having that kind of midweek natter with your mates about meaningless rubbish that you kind of miss now yeah yeah it's very difficult and you sort of um well you don't realize it's you don't realize it's gone until it's gone sort of thing do you, you sort of again there's no reason for any of us to sort of think well i won't be able to run with three people out in the open no, no, exactly. sort of open air yeah, when the, when the council club runs, it seemed a bit premature, didn't it? At the time, it's a bit like, well, you know, it's yeah, strange illness still all the way over there. I'm sure club runs will be fine, and that went, then part run went, and it's all a bit ah, everything's yeah. Fine. Well, it all sort of in hindsight, it all seems like we should have all done it earlier, yeah, at the time. We shouldn't have done it that early, so it's <laughs> it's always sort of the way, isn't it, with these things? It, it's all hindsight 2020, but it's um. Yeah, sort of like not doing club runs and things. You think, well, what's what's really the risk? Um, but I guess now, off the back of today's announcement, you can pick out one special friend to go yeah. for a run with two metres away. Exactly. <laughs> uh, club politics. Yeah, no, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Right, on a happier note then, obviously you've run a lot of races yourself. Uh, what's your favourite race? Well, I think... <sighs> favorite is tricky so um i really enjoyed the north downs way 50 despite the fact that I, I really struggled but it's a beautiful course and i like running with centurion um because they put on decent events and um, there's a really really good event up here called the beaver challenge um and that's for for those not in the know everybody else would read it as belvoir not beaver but apparently it's pronounced beaver oh, i've heard of it pronounced as belvoir yeah but yeah so no that's not how you say it um apparently it's french i think <laughs> uh, but the beaver challenge yeah well i thought that and then you see the tri club have got a massive beaver as their mascot so oh, i don't right, think right. unless everybody's in on the gag i don't think <laughs> it is um but that event is phenomenal so that's been going for something like 30 odd years something like that and it's all to raise funds for a local primary school. So it's run by the PTA, but 1,200 people come up and run it. And they have um, a 16 mile and a 26 mile. The route changes every year. And it is absolutely phenomenal, like landscape is going over. The hills are brutal. The mud is amazing. So I did it this year. And I told my wife it was really good. And she's like, oh, well, all right, fine, I'll try it. So you have to sign up on the the day the tickets come out because they sell out within about three hours. So we signed up and we did we ran through mud, and the mud was was genuinely knee deep, and where obviously we weren't at the front where we were running, it had been so churned up it was sort of like um, whipped cream but knee deep muddy chocolate colour, and it was just insane. And the aid stations have got what I or I assume is, so the aid stations tend to be at um, other local village schools. So they must just say to the parents, right, we're on a bake sale, bring everything in. The aid stations are just full of cakes, full of everything you could ever want. And it's absolutely amazing. Everyone's so happy you're there. 
like you know there's the first couple of years that I did it so I think I've done it four years in a row now and um, the first couple of years that I did it and um, the parking was all within the village so if you've got 1200 people rocking up like cars everywhere just absolutely just ground the village to a halt and no one moaned at all everyone's clapping you through the village you come in you go out and stuff and they just want you to be there because all the money goes to the PTA and imagine they make an absolute killing um uh it's such a good event such a um well supported well organized quality event um yeah so I'd, I'd say that's probably my favorite it's probably it's the only one that I've gone back to so many times and we'll go back to oh, in the future as well that sounds good yeah it is and on the other side then your worst race or your worst bit about a race well I, I'm I'm very negative so I'm very <laughs> I can I can really enjoy an event and then I can still spend an hour moaning about different parts of it um but I'd say I'd say probably the event I've enjoyed the least would be probably race the tower um just there's lots of little things so the 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 event goes across the Cotswolds way so the the landscape again is phenomenal absolutely beautiful to to see all the different bits um and I went on a really nice day and you run to Broadway Tower that's all lovely um so just certain certain parts of the organization or the organizing of the event just found very very frustrating i mean i this probably isn't one of them but there's so many people running it and there's so many gates um that you have to go through they they make a point of numbering them i think it's 152 gates in 52 miles so there's a lot of gates um but i was queuing maybe 10 20 people deep for 18 miles to get through the gates so it's not like you just queue for the first one yeah. and then the next one sort of it all pits out you're queuing every single one and it's not i wasn't going to win the thing that's fine um but it does get a little bit tiresome and then at every aid station um they didn't have they didn't have any electrolyte so you had they had it in bags they had it in packets but then you had to mix it in your own bottles so well i don't want to put some powder in my sort of ridiculously expensive soft flasks i want to just sort of drink it out of my little um sort of speed cup thing yeah. drink it and then go i know like, oh, you've got to mix it yourself so like, well why you're sponsored by high five or someone like that just have it in big barrels and i'll pour some out yeah like um, sure it just mix up the tailwind don't they and it's just there to go exactly so you can have a swig of that but keep water in your in your um in your soft flask you can never get rid of the taste once it once it hits the plastic you can never get rid of that taste um so lots of little things all added up and then you finish and um so you get your medal get your alcohol-free beer which is fine okay okay it's sponsored by heineken so you get your get your alcohol-free heineken and then there's no food available so you have to then pay whatever seven quid for a burger van or something so right thanks for that so yeah it was oh it's very thing. expensive so i think it was I don't know, this last year but i think i think the event was 100 and then you pay 20 pounds for coach um to get you to the to the start because point yeah. to point so oh, 20 pounds yeah. for the coach 20 pounds for parking i think or maybe 10 10 pounds for one of them but you end up sort of being 130 140 quid in and then i had to get a because i was finishing really late I thought well, I don't really fancy it's only about an hour from here but I, thought, I don't really fancy driving 
really tired like late mm-hmm. at night so i'll get an airbnb or uh, i got a bnb actually um so that's more money on top so it's a really expensive event and um yeah but the, the views and like the actual routes is phenomenal i mean the hills i just couldn't really quite believe that they went on for quite so long you sort of you'd be running i mean running up to broadway um i've done that during the day as well and that's that's so it just sort of does your mind in so you get to the top you know like, oh, it's the top and then you you get to that bit it's like oh no it carries on you get oh no it carries and somehow this this massive great big sort of mountain just keeps sort of disappearing behind a little bit of like kind of like gradients where full summits yeah yeah which obviously is an awesome thing that's not the the complaint but yeah that's that's the one that i wouldn't return to but people some people absolutely love them some people really love that race to the series yeah Um, i've not done uh, one yet i always wonder if the people that love them haven't done other races either yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of people that was their first ultra. Mm. So there's a lot of people that um uh essentially were posh Londoners that had come out and <laughs> sort of that's what they were the people around me anyway. Yeah. Um and they were like, Oh yeah, this is this is great, you know, I've never I've never really run on the trails. It's like, right, okay, yeah, it's fifty two miles, that's quite a long way. Um and because you can do it over two days so some people are doing like a essentially a marathon and i think there's cricket on so people are like doing the marathon watching the cricket with the boys and then so doing that, the marathon that the part day after appeal to me run a marathon and then get absolutely uh out your face and yeah well that's what they were doing and then do the same the next day yeah I can that's see what the they were doing more that way. yeah it's not it's just it it wasn't for me i won't be returning let's put it that way yeah, no, it's not high on my list. Cool, well, thank you for that. And as you haven't plugged the website and stuff, if people want to sign up or see what races you've got, see what merchandise, it's a Facebook website, Twitter, what are you on? Uh, so, um, website is bigbearevents.net. Um, Facebook's the main platform that we use because it's a bit easier, but Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And then um, I, I try to work Twitter out, but I don't. I can't really keep up with it. Um, so things go to Twitter, but I can't really, it's, it's beyond my, beyond my social media expertise, yeah. that one. No, I find the way the Instagram, I can't get on with that. I'm far more of a Twitter person. We, we like a picture. We like, we, yeah. um, Nick does such good, such good photos at our events that it would be criminal to not use them. So. It's just most of Instagram is 12 year old girls from what I find whinging about Britney Spears or, you know. I think it depends what you search for, Mark. But that's I mean, you know, true. That's... <laughs> I always search for British Spears. Cool. Well, thank you very much for that. Start to end an insult. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, nice. I'll put you the link as well in the show notes. People can follow that. And yeah, hopefully everyone's keen to try and sign up for some races now. Excellent. Cool. Thank Thanks you, Mark. Cheers. Hopefully that's given you a flavour of the Big Bear events. Please check them out on Facebook or their website at bigbearevents.net. Until next time, keep running, keep happy and keep safe. Game over.